The Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR. I'm not superstitious, baby. I'm just a little stitious. I just got a little bit of that stitiousness in me. This is Arthur Motes, Wesley Euler. Steelers Nation Radio, Electric Factory, you know how we do this thing, man. Oh, you know it. And as we've been keeping this conversation going, man, um, as we, you know, doing a kind of light preview of the... Bengals yeah. and Steelers. I mean, Thursday, we, a little advanced little scouting advanced, on a Thursday. But, you know, we, we flirting with it every once in a while. We flirting with it. Uh-huh. But, no, man, the interaction has been good from the power grid, the megawatts, as y'all always do. And we can continue to keep that going at the body 52 The body At Wesley Euler. The good hair. That's on the Twitter.com. And also, wherever you need to get your podcast at, man, make sure you put in Steelers Blitz in there. And that's Blitz with a Z because this is in podcast form. That's right. So it's easier. It's more convenient for you. It's on demand Whenever you want it, however you want to listen to it, whether you're working out, whether you're in traffic, whether you're stuck in the left lane behind a slow driver. Ah, my least favorite place in the world to be. Whether you're down in the strip looking for a parking spot before you go to get you some D, make sure you listen to the Stills Bliss, baby. Bliss with a Z. Mm. Wherever you get your podcast at, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But before we had ended this thing, man, I said that I wanted to talk about three things that we like about Cincinnati. In terms of the team, not the city. Because <laughs> I know we got some people out there who like, hey, man, I, run, I don't like the SantaCon. Well, actually, I love SantaCon in Cincinnati. That's oh, yeah. like one Santa of my Con's favorite great. things about Cincinnati, SantaCon. All right, but three things that we like about the Bengals team and three things that we do not like about this Bengals team. Mm-hmm. And we will all start with the three that we like. And, yes, I'm talking to you, Power Grid, Megawatts. Tweet us. Let us know the three things that you like about this Bengals team mm-hmm. and the three things you don't like about them. And we'll get that read as well. But for me, man, first thing that I do like about this uh, Bengals team is the wide receiver talent. Yeah. I feel like that cannot be stated enough. When you talk about Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and Jamar Chase, you tap into a lot of boards right here, whether it's productivity, whether it's pedigree, whether it's high-end speed, whether it's possession guys, whether it's slot guys, outside guys, true number one receiver types. They take they check all those boxes, man. And they're super young as well, man. For me, that was the first thing that stood out to me, man. Wide receiver talent. Yeah, that's a good one. That's on my list too. But I will start with something different, obviously. Joe Mixon. Mm-hmm. You know, in the world of Derrick Henry's and Dalvin Cooks and Christian McCaffrey's and Alvin Kamara's, right? I think Joe Mixon gets a little kind of left out. forgot one. Mm-hmm. He, he like he, and, and, and maybe to be fair, he's not quite in that same stratosphere. See, stratosphere. I, I would debate that. But he's yeah, he's on the heel. He's certainly on the heels of those guys. Cause see, I feel like him with those lines. That's that's he the is thing there. too. They he yeah. has never had a good offensive line in front of him, except right. for maybe like his rookie year there. That was uh, the best line he had, and even then it wasn't the best line. Correct. I mean, that was with Whitworth, correct. Andre Smith, those guys. I mean, they were good, but, but it, it wasn't, wasn't what Lev Bell was correct. running. It wasn't what Zeke Elliott was or running behind. Or even Derrick Henry has been running behind. Yeah. You know what he's had? Yeah, he's had It's not guys. what Nick Chubb is yeah, running behind yeah. in, a, in, in Cleveland. Um, Joe Mixon is a, is a very good running back. One of, uh, you know, if, if, if we were ranking our top 10 running backs in the NFL, I bet you he'd be somewhere in that 6 to 10 range. Uh, Motsi, he is very good. 
and he is one of those guys, you give him an inch, he takes a yard. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's got the speed, he's got the burst, he's got the tenacity. He is one of the best handful of running backs in the National Football League for sure. Joe Mixon can tote that rock. I like that right there, man. My next one, I said this defense. I like them. It's not the defensive old. It's not the, the same old Bengals. They're not a great defense. Don't get it confused. But I think that they play really good ball. I think collectively they're just a good unit. I don't think one person stands out. I know they have names in terms of Jesse Bates, in terms of Trey Hendrickson. But in terms of when I watch those guys, they don't make me say, oh, man, these guys are just freaks. Like we look at Meek and we look at TJ. Right. But I think as a whole – they all play just fundamentally sound ball. They're gap sound. They tackle well. They make the plays they're supposed to make. I mean, that's what ultimately got them back into that Bears game. That's what they do. And I like how they finish, man. You saw them yeah. in that first game with the shootout, how it got a little bit. And then overtime, like, they finish. I like that. They they have one of those defense defenses that, I mean, yeah, they, they've got some individual dudes, right? Like Jesse mm-hmm. Bates is a good player. Right. They, they've got some dudes on that defense. But they, you know, as a defense motes, they do what we've been asking of the Steelers' offensive line. Yes. Like, play yes. play as a unit. Play mm-hmm. above your head where the hole can be greater than the sum yes. of its parts. And 100%. you know what? 100%. And you got to give some credit to the coaching staff for that as well, too, because that's that's usually the sign of a, a well-coached unit if they're Very able true. to do that. I think that's well said by you. Uh, Joe Burrow. <laughs> How about that? I, I like Joe Burrow. I like this kid, Motsi. I think he's got the tenacity, the you know, that, that charisma that you need to be a franchise quarterback in the National Football League. He's mobile. He's got the arm. He's certainly set up in Cincinnati. Uh, still a lot to be desired on that offensive line, but with a lot of good playmakers around him. I was very interested to see how he was going to start this year. You know, I, I think you can understand. And, and how do you feel about his start thus far? I, I Better than I've expected. Okay. Better than I've expected. You know, coming back from a late season knee injury, um, I know last week they took a little bit of a step back, but the I thought the offense looked good week one against Minnesota. I think Joe Burrow can play. I think Joe Burrow is going to be, you know, an, an issue for this division for a long time, particularly if they keep him with an offense like that. They have got to be careful. They did a good job of containing Josh Allen. Kind of went the opposite way with Derek Carr a little bit, particularly after T.J. Watt and Tyson Alu-Alu were out of the game. They cannot let Joe Burrow get comfortable back there. They cannot give him time, Arthur Motes, because he will be able to make plays um, and 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 put up some points if if you do not get after that young man. That is uh, very accurate. And for me, I still can't believe you're gonna go Joe Burrow. I mean, you saw what he looked like last week. The boy had three picks back to back to back. You know that they were like back to back to back. To bet. Like three interceptions on back to bet to back to bet to bet to bet to bet. You like that? Ooh, you like that? What? What? <laughs> you like that for real? No, but again, I, I like Joe Burrow. Oh man, you don't? Uh, you don't like Joe Burrow? Why are you putting words in my mouth? <laughs> Why are you trying to box me in? <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to no. find things that I like about this don't, team. Don't, don't nobody put me in the corner, all right? Nobody puts Motsi in the corner. No, don't, you, don't you do that now. Nobody puts Motsi in the corner. The third thing that I do like, though, is that quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> you funny. I ain't going to lie. You funny. Hey, look, you are, I tell you what, I might as well call you BP the way you gas me up. Uh, uh, all I know is. You Exxon Mobile over there the way you no, gas no, me no, up. Those, those three interceptions. Did not I, good. I didn't like them at all. I thought two of them were on him. The one was, you know, tipped a little bit. Yeah. The reason why I'm not 
scared off is because up until those three interceptions consecutively, he had over was 182 passes, I believe, without it being intercepted. Yeah. He typically takes good care of the ball. Not the team. He typically takes good care of the ball. And I thought last week just happened to be one of those outlier days for him. Still play, he still made some good plays, but I thought that you know he just had a bad stretch. He doesn't see Roquan, then he comes back, and it just so happens your next pass ball placement a little bit off, yep. and you get got. It happens like that. How about Roquan though. taking that one to the house? Though, I was surprised too, he went huh? to the house. I didn't think he had that in him. As soon as he caught it, he yeah. takes it off, and I'm like, all right, here I'm like, he's getting caught. It was like it was like <laughs> yeah. it was like the poor man's version of Debo in Seriously, the Super Bowl. Is, man. <laughs> I was like, there's zero like, chance there's no he's getting to the house, bro. There's he's no not getting to the house. There's no way he's making it. Wow, he's still going. There's no way he's making it. My man went out there and touched paint for real, for real. <laughs> I like it though. I like it. Uh, and then the last thing I like is that wide receiver trio as well too. How can you not? There's there's the pedigree there. Like Moat said, they can do a little bit of everything. They've got guys that can play in the slot, that can catch possession down receptions over the middle of the field. They've got guys that can beat you on the outside. And, I mean, Tyler Boyd is their veteran, mm-hmm. and he's still relatively young. T. Higgins is only going to get better. Jamar Chase is only going to get better. They legitimately could have three wide receivers um, that go for over 1,000 yards. That is nothing to, uh, to sneeze at, Arthur Motes. They are – you know, uh, I think maybe with the, the the Bills in this conversation, a couple other teams, but I think you could easily make the argument they have the deepest wide receiver core in the National Football League with those three. I would agree. Um, again, they are they are a serious problem, and particularly if Joe Hayden isn't playing or isn't healthy, could become even more significant. Could could yeah. become even more significant, and that's why I think you, the pass rush has to be there this week because you just. You can only guard these guys for so long before they're going to find space, before they're going to get open. But it's funny. We said the pass has to be there, and we're sitting here with potentially some concerns no on the it. pass. No alu-alu. I mean, Who imagine, it, TJ imagine and if Alex. you go in this game and outside of the first quarter, you know, because you can have those guys start TJ and Alex, but imagine a scenario where TJ and Alex aren't available because of these growing injuries. With those receivers, I would feel a little bit uneasy about that. Mm-hmm. But that's why we don't hypothetical, because I don't like this. That's right. Yep, that's why I don't hypothetical. That's right. All right, but now it's time to get our Chief Keef on, baby. It's time to talk about what we don't like. <laughs> <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> so what are the three things that we don't like? Uh, you vegetarian with the brown, right? All right, all right, all right. So for me, man, I guess I'll start it off with the three things that I don't like. Bang, bang. The interior portion of this offensive line. I know you got your W guy out there, but day going it, man. Them dudes is. <laughs> oh God! Hey, that's former Buffalo Bill Clinton Spain. Hey, hey, chill out, chill out. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not really a fan of the interior portion of this offensive line. I thought that they uh, they did a good job in terms of revamping it, and I do think that this old line is improved. Don't uh, don't mix up yeah, what I'm yeah. saying. This O line like plays better improved. than the Steelers' offensive line, correct? Is for no, sure. No, like if this was a year ago, I would still say the Steelers' O line was better. This is not the case. Their O line is the better O line in this matchup. Difference is though, the interior part of their O line is definitely their weakness. I thought Jonah Williams, I mean, he's playing well, right, or well enough. And then Riley, Riley's the guy who's been in the league. We know what to expect from him, right? But these inside guys, man, with Quentin, with Quentin Spain, with Trey Hopkins and uh, Xavier, who's questionable right now going into this mm-hmm. game, so it could be Jackson Carmen. But as a whole, they've been the leaky portion of their protection. When it comes to watching Joe Burrow, you see a ton of what? Empty gun, so they can get it out fast. And when they do have to hold the ball, the pressure is coming from the inside. 
to me, I love that because we know one guy that is very healthy and who's been very productive these first two games who happens to play on the inside by the name of Cam Hayward. I absolutely love that part. So mm-hmm. I'm excited about it. But to me, I think that that jumps off the screen to me, man, the interior part of the offensive line. You know what? I guess I'll go kind of same church, different pew. How about the eh, – I guess not really. That analogy doesn't work. <laughs> They're off-ball linebackers would be something that I don't like. I, Akeem Davis Gaither, uh, Logan Wilson, Jermaine Pratt. Like, these guys aren't bad football players. Yeah. But there's just when – you, when you look at the rest of the defense, you know, you mentioned Trey Hendrickson earlier. They've got Larry Ogunjobi now. Sam Hubbard is a solid player. They've got guys in the secondary, right? Vaughn Bell, Jesse Bates. It feels like the one area of their defense where they're maybe not varsity level is those off-ball linebackers in the middle of the field. And I don't know, maybe I, it is, to be fair, maybe I'm projecting a little bit because I'm hoping, like, all right, these guys aren't quite the best. Maybe we can finally get the run game going. Um, but when I look at their defense, I like the D-line. I like the secondary. Those off-ball linebackers leave a little bit to be desired, though. No, I can respect that, man. I definitely can. For me, this isn't – like I said, with this next one, man, it's more so team-related, not particular person-related. But it's the ball security issues, man. Mm. The turnovers for them, that's not something that is new. They have turnover issues. That has been something that they continue to struggle with. And even though in week one they did a better job protecting the ball, you saw what happened in week two. That's the thing that continues to come up. Now, it's not always (laughs) three and four at a time, but they are a group that will turn that ball over. So their ball security is something that, for a fact, I just don't like. Mm Mm-hmm. Second thing I don't like is uh, their depth behind Joe Mixon. Mm, yeah, no, G- no Gio Bernard. No Gio Bernard anymore. They got the two Oklahoma boys, Joe Mixon and Samaji P. Ryan. And I just. See, they got the wrong OU guy. They need a uh, Ramadre. Uh, they, they could get Adrian Peterson still. He's going to play for another 50 years. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sheesh, I forgot about him. The ageless wonder. I, I, I said a lot of nice things about Joe Mixon, the football player. And I. Listen, he's a, he's a very good football player. But when he. They, they use him a lot. And when he comes out of the game. There was a very noticeable drop-off. He doesn't miss a ton of snaps, but he he needs breathers like anybody. There was a noticeable drop-off there, certainly in the run game, I think in the protection for Joe Burrow as well. I am not a big fan of what they have behind Joe Mixon. I like that. I like that. Third and final dislike. Now, for me, this one definitely isn't a hard dislike, right? It's just more so, I ain't gonna lie, I was trying to find a third thing, and it wasn't. A, I was having a struggle finding my third thing. But this is more of a personal preference. To me, they don't have an alpha pass rusher. Ooh. I think as a whole, they rush the passer well as a group, but they don't have a guy that you can just sit out there. And when it's going to have double digit sacks, every gotta season. have it. Time he's going to do it. Now Trey Hendrickson had Trey Hendr- Trey Hendrickson has had double digit sacks before, but he was never the alpha. He was with Cam Jordan and company down there in New Orleans. Now he's going to be asked to be the alpha. Can he do that? We don't know yet. We're going to see. Sam Hubbard, they thought he could be that guy. He had seven or eight sacks in the season before, but he hasn't really come back to that level just yet. So to me, they still rush the passer very well, but I just, I'm a fan of having that TJ Watt, that Miles Garrett, that Bosa brother, that Khalil Mack, that one off guy where I know in a got to have a situation. He's going to pin his ears back. He's, and- he's either going to win or, he, or they're going to scheme it up so much 
that he they, they he draws so much attention that it's going to make it an easy win for someone else. Hmm. Right now, they don't have that. Who I like that. He I says like personal that. preference though, because they do rush well, and that's why I don't want you to think like, yo, they 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 suck up front. We're gonna blow them out. Like no no no, they're good up front. That's personal preference though. I like that, Arthur Motes. Uh, I'm going. I'm going. Lack of splash plays for the defense. Mm, okay, okay. Um, one interception this season, one forced fumble. Uh, y- you know, when when you are going to be one of those defenses, like you kind of said, that doesn't have a stud pass rusher, mm-hmm. like you got to make up for that in some other ways. You got to be able to take the football away, um, and I think particularly. <laughs> I, <laughs> This is funny. I always, I always like preface this by saying I don't want to poo-poo anybody. But, you know, when you say I don't want to poo-poo anybody, what you're about to do is poo-poo someone. Yes. They were it's playing, like with all due respect. They were playing against two offenses in the Vikings and in the Bears the first two weeks of the season that don't necessarily do the best job of taking care of the football. And they still weren't able to create much splash in that regard. Um, that would be That would be a concern for me. That would be my third and final dislike. If I could add an extra one. That stinking chili and those ugly uniforms. Not to be critical. See, I can't second the uniform. You know why, right? You like the uniform? That's my high school uniform. And I'm going to get my jersey retired oh, tomorrow. No. I'm going to get my high school jersey retired tomorrow. It looks just... Oh, no. Bro, my helmet was painted just like the Bengals. Bro, I was a Corey Dillon guy because he had his helmet like how my helmet looked. What? <laughs> I don't think I could ever look at Arthur Mason. I was going to say so, so, so all this uniform four, slander, I came back that. No, 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 no. the Steelers blitz. It was a good run, partner. All I was right, going to say, I, I, I can't take any uniform slander. Can't do it. Can't do it. <laughs> this is good. I like it when we do this. This is fun. Yeah, you know how it goes. This is absolutely fun. Uh, do you want to get to some of these tweets? Why not? All right, but before because we, I hope they have their three likes and so don't we, like, we and got, dislikes as well. We got some of them. Uh, but before we get to some of these tweets, Motes, I did want to remind mm-hmm. our listeners out there in Steeler Nation, those of you who are attending the game on Sunday, that you can avoid long wait times. Get it to get into Heinz Field this year. The Steelers want to remind you to get into the stadium early. Gates open two hours prior to kickoff. If you get to the stadium between eleven and noon this Sunday, there will typically be much less of a wait. Chances are if you arrive at the gate after 12.30, you have a chance to miss the kickoff. Those in early won't miss some of the great or won't want to miss some of the great game day programming, including live Q&As with Steelers legends in the Great Hall, team intros, and the terrible towel twirl. Also, keep in mind a few things before you leave for the game. Log in or create your ticket account ahead of time. Download your mobile ticket, add it to your digital wallet. That way, you don't have to worry about the Wi-Fi signal or the LTE or anything like that. Once your ticket is in your digital wallet, it can be scanned at the gates regardless of your cellular signal, your Wi-Fi connection. Also, make sure your phone is fully charged before you leave home. When you don't follow these guidelines, your wait time will likely be extended, and it could extend the wait times for others as well. All information also lives at Steelers.com backslash mobile ticketing and has and will continue to be shared on Steelers and Heinz Field social media accounts. Motes, can I That's t- why you get paid the big bucks right there. Can I tell you the way in my life I know that I'm 30, that I, like, I'm a grown man, that I'm not young anymore? Uh-oh. I now... Mm-hmm. Get into sporting events early, concerts early. Boo! I used to be the guy, right? Everyone knows I got WVU season tickets. I didn't miss a game at, at WVU. Uh, my family had Penguins season tickets growing up. I've been to a lot of Penguins games as well, too. Handful of Steelers games. I would be the guy who, you know, one o'clock game. All right, twelve fifty. I'm at the gate. Like, let's go, let's go, let's go. Hurry up, let's go. Yeah, yeah. But now, you know, WVU kicks off at noon. 
I go into the stadium at 11.15. I use the bathroom. I get myself a beverage. I'll take a lap around the field. I'll meet up with some friends and say hello. I have fully graduated from trying to fight the crowds, Motsi. I'm all about avoiding the lines. Well, for the sake of uh, knowing who butters my bread, I'm all for it as well. So show up early, ladies and gentlemen. Show up early. <laughs> oh, all right, let's get to some of these tweets. Uh, Scott wondering any updates on Watt, Highsmith, and Hayden. You're going to have to check back later today, practice yeah. report later Dude. this afternoon. I think they put it up there, what, was it 4 o'clock? It was 4 o'clock yesterday, yesterday, so probably around yeah. that same time, late afternoon, early evening. Yeah, so just just wait till that time frame. Check it out, then you'll be good to go, my friend. Rod Dalla tweets us and says, don't sleep on Puka Williams Jr. Oh, no, no, I like Puka. Yeah, yeah he yeah, says absolutely, him, man. Burrow, and Mixon are the three things that I like from the Bengals. Yeah, I like Puka. He's just young. That's my only thing. I, young running backs or young players in general who aren't high pedigree guys either. Just, you know, I'll take a little bit more of a wait-and-see approach with him. But I remember I liked him coming out. Yeah, absolutely. Russell tweets us and says, likes Coach Taylor, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, dislikes offensive line, defensive line, splash plays. Mm, okay. I think fair that, enough, fair I think, enough. I think that about covers it. Uh, the lit one, Rebecca. Lit, 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 lit. Guys, all these injuries on defense and our offense looking like it did last year. I'm not feeling too good about this week. I have a feeling Big Cam will need to step up. Any updates on Stephon Tuitt? Still nothing new, really, on Stephon Tuitt. Yeah, mum's the word. Mum is the word. Um, now, he can't play this Sunday regardless. Correct, because, he's still on the Because list, yeah. three weeks of IR. So I would imagine we'll get some type of update next week, maybe next Tuesday when Mike Tomlin yeah. does his weekly press conference. Brian from Washington tweets us, what I dislike about the Bengals, the owner, their stupid Hootay chant, and still Vontez perfect. Ooh. What I like about the Bengals, he lists he goes one, two, three, blank, blank, blank. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh Motes, those are our uh our responses to the uh the three likes and dislikes. But I got, like it. We got uh plenty more Let's keep it going, man. Tweets here. Why Katie not? tweets us and says, uh, can we call Todd Haley? He could always seem to scheme Bell and Brown open. Um, we've heard excuses since week 12 of last year about this offense. Do you think it's more some of the issues uh, with Ben and the limitations or the play calling? <sighs> and then she said, you know, we, it seemed like they were able to move the ball down the field in the preseason, which is why, reminder, I went on my rant back in August when everyone was dunking on the national media because Ben threw two touchdown passes. You remember that, Arthur Motes? I took a lot of flack for it. that. I took a lot of flack for that. I told you there's no such thing as vintage Ben in August. I told you I don't give a rip how he looks when kids still aren't back to school. Come see me at Halloween. What he said. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both, though. Ben issues and and some of the plays combined with the offensive line. But it, it, they, they just have to be able to run the ball. Or at least show more of a commitment to it. At least show more of a commitment to it and make the defense respect it. Yeah, because right now you don't have to respect it. No. What is Todd Haley doing? Is He's hosting a show for Sirius, isn't he? I think he? he is, yeah. He's doing what Moats and I are doing. I thought people ain't want Haley. You can't you can't get rid of the man, now you want him back. No. Yes, I didn't want that man. Let the man live. Annie tweets us and says, um, I know we are talking specifically about this game against the Bengals, but I think the same thing holds true for the entire season. An offensive line that hasn't hit its stride puts every quarterback at risk. Either they develop or scheme, either they develop or they have to scheme and adapt to minimize the risk, or this is going to be a very long season. Yeah, well said, Annie. You're, you're absolutely right. You, you, you have to adapt. You have to develop 
That's something Mike Tomlin talked about on Tuesday. No, seriously, that yeah. is that is something that Mike Tomlin talked about on Tuesday. And we, again, it's not going to go from looking like it did on Sunday. I've I've really been heavy on the art analogies lately, Moats. You Mona Lisa in the game? It's not going to go from looking like it did on Sunday to looking like the Sistine Chapel so, against the Bengals. So, so it's not a Rembrandt. All right, where are we at right now, man? We're not we're not going from the high school art show to the Louvre on Sunday. All this right, ain't, this ain't this ain't the art Basel. We That's how you there. pronounce it, right? The Louvre. Yeah. The Louvre. The Louvre. The Louvre. Yeah. But there's got to be that linear progression. There has to be. Um, da, 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 da. I thought he was about to say Doug, Doug Goose. <laughs> Brian, Pacific Northwest Yinzer, tweets us and says, Ben's a bum and washed. Been saying this for years. Sit him for Haskins. Do Yins hear me? I'm joking. This is the stuff I see on social media daily from like, everyone man, out there. That was a little harsh. I know Ben's going to play and ball out. Just watch. Don't, Don't believe it. <laughs> Real question, which song were you going, though? Bruno Mars. Oh, see, I was going to Trinidad James. <laughs> going on to my yeah, chest. Yeah, you was doing it. <laughs> the duality of this show. Golly. <sighs> Sensei tweets us and says, uh, everyone seems to think that if we put Derek Watt in, we telegraph what the game plan is on offense. Is there any way to maybe have him catch a few passes, ability to use him as a misdirection a little bit? They did that during training camp. They did. I saw plenty of it. It was plenty of, whoa, Derek Watt just caught how, what, where was that? 20 yards downfield? Whoa, whoa, was that a jump ball? How many times did we say that? Me and you? Man, he caught another one? Man, where were these plays at? They were doing some stuff with Anthony McFarland in that regard, too, Absolutely. In, in training camp. So, I, I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know. Listen, though, it feels like it's time to bring out some of those wrinkles. Seems like it's time to bring out some of those wrinkles. Adam tweets us and says, you guys – uh, mentioned James Harrison earlier in the Hall of Fame conversation. I was just wondering if you all have caught any episodes of Heels on Stars yet. I've made it a couple episodes in. I have not. I'm waiting on his football life, though. That's I'm dropping. waiting on his football life that tomorrow night. Tomorrow. I've already yeah. got that recorded. Yeah, that's that's the one right now. I finally finished the Bad Batch. All right, so I'm going to move on to What If soon. Okay. And I don't know if you – did you see the news? The Book of Boba Fett's coming out before the end of this year. Oh. Okay, okay. Book of, book like of Boba that. Fett's like dropping that. in a Let's couple months, so we got, we got a lot of, we got a we got, lot of got, TV shows. We got, we got a lot of things to watch here. Um, let's see. Da, 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 da. I thought we got a three-question Thursday from me. We did. Ha-ha. Here it is. got to have a three-pack. Three-question Thursday from me. Who? Me. What up, though? He says, it's Thirsty Thursday. Gents, what are we drinking? Well, I'm having a smoothie because it's Thursday, and I like to drink smoothies on Thursday. I bought <laughs> earlier in the week a case of Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest beer. It is delicious. When I am trying to suffer through that crap, what is it? Texans Panthers tonight? Oh, good lord! Oh, I'm gonna need. Jeez, you watch Big Twelve football? You should be accustomed to bad ball being played. Come on now. Hey, you see? <laughs> Have you seen Oklahoma play lately? I'm gonna see him play Saturday night against my ears. I, I hope they keep looking like how they've been looking. That'd be yeah, good for y'all. Both. That'd we be might, good for y'all. We might have a chance because it looks bad watching them play right we now. We might have man. a chance. Jeez. Yeah, we're out here struggling. Yes. Iowa State too out here. Dude, Although, I feel like they start slow every season, and then they go and then, watch. They'll be hot, and you know, three weeks from now, we'll be like, well, who, who, who's this team? Why are they beating these teams like this? But yeah, they, but they have, to, they have to crap their pants against Iowa yes, to start always. every season. Yeah, that's my answer. Uh, Moats is going with his Tropical Smoothie Cafe. I'm going Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest. But you can't alter said smoothies 
and there is a strong possibility that a you know couple of my friends, Casa and the Amigos, they're gonna probably link ah. up with it, <laughs> and we're gonna have a little party. Number two from me, Motsi. After a loss like last weekend, what's typically the mood around the team? Focused, mad, second guessing themselves? Nah, it's early in the season. No second guessing. Pissed off, sure, but slightly embarrassed if you're the O line. And I think you've heard their sentiments from that. Just because of not necessarily the skill related, but the optics afterwards, right? Not having your brothers back. That's something that you never want to have happen. So you're pissed off about that. And defensively, man, you feel like you let one go. You feel like, man, all right, if we tackled a little bit better on these plays, granted they didn't break our backs, but that would have had us in better situations. If you're Norwood, he's probably saying to himself, I will never be late for a blitz again. All it takes is once. Rookie mistake. We all have gone through it. Yeah. I've had my moment, man. I'll never forget Muhammad Massaqua. I lined up at four yards depth instead of having a little bit more of a cushion. Ran right by me before I could get out of the backpedal. I said, okay, I learned my lesson. Back up a little bit. Get yourself mm-hmm. some speed. Mm-hmm. Understand where your safety hope is, and that's how you do that right there. Yeah. So try to understand that as well. And those are the that's what you feel after a game like Absolutely. how that was. You, you don't you're not doubting yourself now. No. It's too early in the year for that. Right now, this is where you need to have peak confidence. Like unwavering mm-hmm. confidence, man, right Belief now. Belief in your ability to yeah, go out there yeah. and make it right on Sunday. Yep. You telling yourself, man, that was a one-off, bro. We just get we got to get back in the groove. We just get we finding our groove this year. It's early. Last one. Sweeter third jersey, the Bumblebee or the 75th anniversary Bum- throwback. Bumble- I know where Moats is going there. Bumble. And I'm not talking the app. Bumble. Bumble. Bumble me. See, I'll split the difference. I'll just say give me a color rush jersey and let's keep it moving. But see, color rush is one off, man. It's like it's a, oh, you can't color rush. We we talking throwbacks. We're talking throwbacks. Because the color rush isn't a throwback. Throwbacks, you know the throwbacks. That's true. You know the throwbacks now. Oh, I know the you throwbacks. You know the throwbacks. I know. Come on now. I know it, baby. Come on now. I love it. Uh, great stuff on the tweets today. Thank you, everybody. No, man, definitely was a blast. And as always, a heck of a show, baby. Shout out to my producer, Mr. Wesley Euler. Woo! Shout out to my partner in crime, rocking the mics with me. <laughs> Mr. Wesley Euler. Woo! Shout out to the Power Grid and the Megawatts for always being active, live, and very much a part of this show. We greatly appreciate your Golf support. Clap. Golf clap. And it looks like we'll be doing this thing again. So you already know where to find us, as always, on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. Steelers mm-hmm. Nation mm-hmm. Radio. There it is.